Shane was having an afternoon with the chimps. <laughs> you know, it would be better conversation with chimps <laughs> than you guys. <laughs> We'll just get into it. 15 minutes later. to Hobby Homies. Carry on. <laughs> we now cross live to Churchy by the laptop. Yeah, okay, guys, the weather's looking pretty good today. Uh, slight chance of uh, chimpanzee Hobby Homies. We are your weekly tabletop podcast. My name is Shane. As always, I'm here with Fox. What's up? I forgot. We were, uh, <laughs> there's also an audio medium yes. we use, yeah, so yeah, I'll you... greet you. But also, we're also on YouTube. Yep. And I yep. thumbs up the YouTubians. They saw it. Hopefully, oh, they thumbs up the video. Yeah. Or, or just me. Or you. Just do it back to your screen. Click the button. Uh, or click, click the, the button. button. Unsubscribe. Give us a virtual. Did you say unsubscribe? No, and subscribe. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that is, that is a brave marketing lose. approach. <laughs> we can't lose any more subscribers. <laughs> any more hemorrhaging subs. <laughs> Today is episode six of season three. And we're talking Gene Steeler cults. We are. We are talking Gene Steeler cults. I was like, where are you going? Oh, nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> like the Gene Steeler cults, I'm, I'm returning below here. <laughs> and I believe... This is a deep dive. Well, I mean, it's not as deep as, let's say, D&D deep dive. Okay. This is probably a, uh, this is a snorkel, you know, just in the reef. This isn't like, uh, you're not worried about the bends. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So how deep is the deep dive? (laughs) I'm going to need to know. (laughs) They'll do it. Yeah, Yeah, they'll do it. That's about the right right depth. Yep. Yep. How wet are we going to get? Oh, we're going to get so wet. Okay, well, then you're going to need these. Okay, thanks. Oh, pink too. Yeah, your favourite awesome. colour. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> it's like your birthday. <laughs> Beware. <laughs> They're tight. 
You haven't even adjusted the straps. I didn't know they were in the packaging. Fuck, how do you even adjust No, 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 he's on it. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't work out how to adjust them. They're for ages two and up, and I couldn't figure it out. No way I'll get them on my fucking big head. So for those of you uh, not on the YouTubes, um, I'm wearing goggles. <laughs> and I've given Shane a pair of pink goggles, which I'm very curious to see if they fit around his head. He's given up. He's given up. See if you can get them on like, the top of the hat. I'll work on Maybe, adjusting yeah, these. You work on adjusting them. I'll uh, carry talk. on. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't let me disturb you. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so today, as I said, we're doing a bit of a deep dive, not as deep as some others, but uh, there's a bit of, a bit of information here that we'll get uh, stuck into. And that's the... <coughs> Please excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's the goal of these deep dives, is that we just really pick one topic. It could be something like Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Can't take you seriously. <laughs> fucking goggles on, dude. <laughs> it could be something like Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, the game itself, which you did a two-part deep dive on, which was phenomenal. Yeah, thank you. What's <laughs> that? It actually looks like he's going to cut his ears off with it. I see blood. It's hurting a lot. <laughs> but it's worth it. Um, and we, and uh, 40K Law being one of them, we did a deep dive mm. on Necrons. Oh, yeah. And so yeah, this is another too. faction, Gene Stealer Colts. Gene Stealer Colts, as most people know, my uh, army for the GTO. Oh, Yes. See, these are impossible. The Geelong Town Open is a tournament we're attending soon where you're playing the Gene Stiller Colts. Um, yeah. And now we're going to give some people information on the background, the lore, the history. Okay. What, what kind of stuff you got in store for us? Well, I'm just going to... I can't keep looking at you because I can't take you seriously right now. Um, you... I like the idea that before this moment, you could take me seriously. <laughs> what was I thinking? Yeah. Yeah. They'll be off soon because I'm getting a massive headache. <laughs> Your, 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 like the, your top half of your head is going red and the bottom half is, is white. Yeah. It feels like that. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe I'll work on adjusting mine. <laughs> like a raccoon. Like a, like a tired raccoon. Like a damaged raccoon. Yep. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Did you actually spend money on this bit? This isn't a bit, Jane. It's I'm worried bit. about them. <laughs> The deep time. <laughs> yeah, that was $3 per goggle. <laughs> well, lucky commitment. <laughs> you saw the... I can only guess either in a Kmart or a service station and you're like, I'm fucking doing this. No, worse. It's more thought out than that. You went to a pool shop? It's much more thought out than that. In fact, I ran it by a church. <laughs> yeah. I was like, church, I'm thinking about, thinking about putting some goggles on at the start of the episode. <laughs> some goggles are like, no, you should totally buy some. It's totally worth it. I was like, well, that's all the validation I need. So on your lunch break today, you went from work to the centre of town to, to a pool shop to buy goggles for Even kids. I went to Woolies. <laughs> went to, okay, Woolies. I was already getting beers, so I thought, yeah, maybe they'll have some goggles. Who knew? <laughs> True. $3 goggles. They have goggles. Okay. But, but this episode isn't about goggles. No, no. Not that people would believe that. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> because that's the word we've said about 15 times this episode, which I never thought we would have said on this episode, or any episode anyway. But alas, here we are. Goggles. Goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no, Churchy. I don't know why you guys take beach from the bottom of the pile. <laughs> it's the coldest. <laughs> it's it's encased with other cold beers. <laughs> <laughs> you got shut the fridge. What have I done? 
guys, uh, we're experiencing some retard difficulties. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll be back in 30 minutes. I felt, I felt like there was none on top. It was the furthest across. So I was like, ah, this will be safe. That's standard. I was uh, yep. <clears throat> okay, I'll do it. So, <coughs> Gene Steeler Colts is an interesting one for us because I did a secret army ages ago. Yes. At the start of COVID, and the yep. gra- my grand plan was to buy, build, paint, and reveal this army when we got out of lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they felt like the perfect army for it thematically because the idea is it was hiding, it was a hidden army, yep. which for people that don't know Gene Steeler Colts will learn about. But uh, alas, I couldn't keep my mouth shut and I showed you the army one time that you came over. Yeah. And then you, during this whole time of me having that secret army, had been talking about how keen you were on Gene Steel Colts. So I was like, oh man, he's gonna, we're both going to rock up with Gene Steel Colts army. We can't have that. And it just so happens that I didn't want to paint and build 200 models. Yeah. So I sold them to you and used the money to buy 200 crew. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> here we are, both with a inherent love for Gene Steeler cults. Yeah, yeah. And I guess yours stems from loving Tyranids. It does. It does. Yeah. I always imagine myself in the 40K universe as a Tyranid sympathizer. Okay. And then and then this the law for these well, came to me. You know what happens to sympathizers for Tyranids, don't you? Please tell me. Well, you're going to learn today. <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> Because this ain't going so well. <laughs> no, you're struggling, dude. I'm struggling with these right. goggles. Let's get stuck into it. So Let's do it. We'll put a timestamp. People can skip to now. <laughs> yeah, but the people listening <laughs> won't know to have done that. <laughs> so here they are. <laughs> but Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start now, we promise. All right, all right. <clears throat> okay. Gene Steelers and their cults who worship them have gone through some changes throughout the years. Gene Steelers making their first appearance in Rogue Trader were one of the many creatures encountered in space. The close quarters combat game, Space Hulk, was released a few years after Rogue Trader and that gave Gene Steelers a huge bump to their threat level. This was before Gene Steelers were linked, or retconned, to the Tyranids. Check out interesting our early episodes of Season 2, Episode 9 for History into Space Hulk. Yeah. So it was... Was Space Hulk, is that what Rogue Trader is? Rogue Space Hulk is just a new version of Rogue. I don't know what no. Rogue Trader is. So Rogue Trader was the first edition of 40K. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. A Rogue Trader is a person that trades from planet to planet. Like in Blackstone Fortress, yep. one of the characters is a Rogue Trader. That's yeah, cool. That's just what they called them. But, yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> So, to get to the cults and how they form and rise, we'll briefly need to cover what gene stealers actually are, the Tyranids, and the hive mind. Interesting to note, gene stealers, for those playing at home, aren't people that steal your Levi's. No. No. Different type of genes. Yeah. They're not like your roommate or your, your sister. sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we both have that problem. Our I don't sister's have sister. always stealing our genes. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Always taking them. <laughs> yeah, dude. Always my best blue Levi's. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, I won't go into too much detail because I know this is your domain, Fox. So I'll allow you to cover Tyranids in depth in the future. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll bring my own pair of goggles next Please time. do. It's going to be a wet one. Tyranids <laughs> are horrifying. Oh, wow. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. You meant adorable, but I understand the confusion when you're a smooth brain. <laughs> For his buttons. <laughs> <laughs> We're back here again. 
Sorry, it's the cognitive <laughs> yeah, the circulation. The circulation, yeah. Actually, put them on. I think, I think you uh, went... No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no circulation to the brain meant I wasn't allowed to think. Therefore, I was better. <laughs> I was a better human. <laughs> uh, now, the Imperium's first encounter of Jane Steele was, was on the moons of Umaral. Took me a long time to practice that one. <laughs> it was it was thought that they were a native Xenus of those of those worlds. After the encounter, they were detected on derelict space space hulks and at the Battle of Mac- Battle for Macrag during the invasion of Hive Fleet Behemoth. Ah, uh, Behemoth. Yeah, they were soon to be discovered as the shock troops of the Tyranids. In a swarm, they are vicious and devastating. They're me- melee combatants with claws that can shred steel and and ceramite as if it were paper. On their own, however, they go into stealth mode and lurk in the shadows. This is the Gene Steelers specifically. Mm-hmm. Sneaky boys. They are very sneaky boys. Should call them Gene Sneakers. And they don't <laughs> want to steal your sneakers. Mm. <laughs> or do they? Think about it. Maybe. No, I don't want to go on a tangent there. <laughs> I'll come back to that. The Tyranids, a race of extragalactic monsters driven by one thing hunger. They fight not for territory or resources, but only to feed. Ripping all life from a planet, leaving it as a withered husk. Imagine a swarm of locusts to a crop field. These beasts are all, gu- all guided by an unknown entity known as the hive mind. <clears throat> it is the Gasult collective consciousness of the Tyranids, an entity made of pure psychic energy, an energy that creates a shadow that shrouds a, whole, a world from stopping all communications and bringing horror to the doomed inhabitants. That would be terrifying. A swarm of locusts, but instead of locusts, it's gene stealers <laughs> or Tyranids in general. And you've got no communication to the outside world because you've been engulfed by the horror of the warp yeah. that is the hive mind. Yeah. So the way they stop communications is because planets are so far apart, they send communications psychically. Oh. And because they, like, shroud the warp, you can't get those communications out. Past. Imagine, like, blocking, like, a radar signal or something. Like a shadow in the warp. It's tearing it <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Worth the wink. Ah, oh, the audio people. <laughs> Whatever a wink sounds like. Yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was moist. <laughs> hey, I haven't got my, got my goggles on. So. <clears throat> That's what it was. It was just all the sweat from when I had the goggles on momentarily. <laughs> Gene Steelers are super intelligent creatures. When alone on a planet, they learn all they can about their host world. They're only engaged to feed, and when they have learned all they they can, they select their first victims, giving them the gene stealer's kiss. Now, this isn't anywhere near as romantic as it sounds. I don't know. I kind of dig it. (laughs) (laughs) Sure did. (laughs) They inject the victim with their own genome, which alters the victim both physically and psychologically. After this change, the gene stealer becomes stronger and smarter, turning into a patriarch. In a few hours after the kiss, the victim has forgotten about the infection, and becomes subservient to the gene stealer. It's cool because slowly over time, they be- begin to revere this gene stealer as not something that attacked it and gave it the gene stealer kiss. Yeah. But rather as a god of sorts. Exactly, dude. Exactly. Very cool. Uh, the infection drives the victim to reproduce. And once a child is born, the twisted, malformed offspring creates a hive mind bond between itself, the parents, and the gene stealer. This connection and the infection twist the mind of the parents to love the child unconditionally, and due to its hideous appearance, they seek refuge in sewers, mines, and the depths of hive cities to avoid discovery of their child. This connection also has its, has its victims see the gene stealer as a god or a divine being. Mm. I could just imagine myself if I had a little gene stealer baby 
that was like a, I'm sure you'll cover the, you might cover the generations and what they look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. If I had a weird one, one of the real fucked up generations, <laughs> I feel like I'd find it adorable. Yeah. I'd probably drop punt it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. But <laughs> it'd love that. <laughs> that's just like yeah. a game to it. It's like, you know how you go with your kids? That's, yeah. that's all it is to them. Yeah, love a good drop punt. <laughs> just come crawling back. <laughs> Again. <laughs> It is not uncommon for a gene stealer cult to present themselves as emperor worshippers, and some members may even be convinced that it is the emperor they are worshipping and not hungering space locusts. When they're not praying to the star children, they may truly be out and about working for the Imperium, which, is, which of course, is a part of their infiltration aspects. The whole process, from first infection to cult gathering to uprising, takes hundreds of Terran years. After the first few victims and their children begin to reproduce and collect together, they go through multiple generations. They really, they really played a long game. Oh yeah, dude. It's like we're not, we're gonna take a, the the gene stealer does the gene stealer kiss and he's like, excellent. Now I'm gonna take over this bish. Yeah. In like three hundred years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm gonna just wait in the shadows. It sits back, man, on his throne. The patience. Yep. Yep. I respect that. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> Ever try to put together a gene stealer? You'll lose your patience. Oh, yeah, not fun. Painting them too. It's horrible. Ugh. Ugh. We talk about that. Yeah. Constantly. <laughs> it's all we talk about. Yeah, true. Uh, the first two generations are horribly alien, though they play a vital role during the uprising. The third generation are possibly human. This generation is a first with only four limbs. They begin to infiltrate the planet's factories, mines, and they still remain mostly in secret. That's interesting that the first two generations are the... Well, it makes sense that they're the most like... The patriarch, the gene yeah. stealer itself. Yeah. But it's also interesting that, like, like there would be so many of them, you imagine. Mm. Where do they hide? Just in the mines, dude. Yeah, I guess no one just does inspections or anything. <laughs> well, I mean, with, like, a host, with a hive city, there's that many sub, like, levels that have just been abandoned. Yeah, I imagine okay. there's, like, our equivalent of entire cities... Yeah, just abandoned. They're yep. just like, nah, let's just build over it. Yeah. You know? Like, and, yeah, and just okay. keep building up. So it'd be like if Melbourne got abandoned. Yeah. And it was like, oh, there's people that have a factory there. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to go inspect that factory. No. Be like, yeah, sure, whatever, Even man. 10 factories, you know? Like, yeah. you wouldn't care about it. you just yeah. forget about it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but then again, any abandoned factory, like, you wouldn't really go and expect, inspect unless you caught wind of something going on there that shouldn't be going on there. But it's so common that stuff's like, People are mining all the time, but yeah. they're just like, yeah, so there's another mine or whatever. Yeah. Even if we inspect it and they're doing 200 things wrong. Yeah. You know, they're not make, making <laughs> OH&S uh, compliance. I don't think OH&S is a thing in the 40 gay universe, dude. They, well, that's how they get away with it. That's why they don't need inspections. <laughs> well, they're so productive. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's how they get it done. Yeah. Getting shit done. Even <laughs> if they spot him, they'd just be like, he's got four arms, but probably just a mining he accident. Just digs faster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? Let's make more of them. <laughs> Um, the fourth generation appear almost fully human and make up the majority of the infiltration forces of their cult. They branch out into all aspects of society, from diplomats and politicians to militia, soldiers, and military leaders. The big boys, so they just get they just get in there. Yeah, they probably work their ways up to run the mines. Exactly. So when the inspection people come past, yeah. they're just like, again, yeah, I'm really hung up on this inspection <laughs> thing. I'm like, someone's got to catch them. <laughs> They just pay them off. They'll be like, you don't need to inspect the mines. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah, of course not. They're, they're my boys. They're yeah. working. They're getting shit done. They're yeah. getting your orders out on time before schedule. Yeah. 
It's because of that yeah. forearm <laughs> approach. For the emperor. For the emperror. Forearm the emperor. Because <laughs> of that forearms. <laughs> so strong. So strong forearms. <laughs> Uh, the brood mind, a smaller and more localized version of the hive mind, which is linked to the patriarch of the gene stealer cult, speaks to each member on a mental and spiritual level, which is so powerful, members are happy to hurl themselves in a suicidal attack or give their lives so their elders may escape. If their leaders require them to toil endlessly for many years to win the recognition and trust of a human organ- organization, they will do so happily. Wow. Nice commitment. Yeah. I don't have a ten thousandth of that commitment. <laughs> Well, dude, when you uh, join the Gene Seal cult, yeah, you inevitably, will. I will. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Exactly. That's great that he can just send out a little broadcast to tell everyone. Yeah, everyone, you're doing a really good job. <laughs> I imagine that's what he says. Knock off early on Friday. You know what? Yeah, have a beer on me. <laughs> yeah. Have a beer on me. Except for you, Doug. I see you slacking. Yeah. You're pulling you it all like night. Saturday. Yeah. You know what? Throw your, hurl yourself at a suicidal <laughs> attack. <laughs> As the majority of the cult are workers of factories, mines, or planet-side militia, they have access to mining equipment and basic solid-shot ballistic weapons, which they amass by either constructing, stealing, or purchasing the equipment. <laughs> stealing or purchasing. <laughs> That's how I'd acquire equipment. <laughs> One of those two. Yeah. I mean, like, they might buy it, like, on the black market or something yeah. like that. But... Like a little gene stealer with his forearms. <laughs> Huge forearms. backwards. Yeah. It's like, I want to buy one of your drills. What the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm a man looking for some drills. What do you got? Yeah. Are you a man? It's like, no, it's two of them in a, in a trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> there doesn't even need to be two of them. They're normal size. He can just hide his arms. Yeah. <laughs> But Mike but one's sure. on the shoulder and he's got a hat on, so he's like. But then they got eight arms. <laughs> I don't know. It's even fucking worse. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we're not one of them four-armed gene stealers you're worrying about because we've got eight. We're more exactly. akin to an octopus, which is just a harmless uh, creature. Yeah. Oh, okay. And we'd like a drill, please. <laughs> the fifth generation is born pure alien, a pure strain gene stealer. The cycle complete, these, gen- these gene stealers board cargo ships for other worlds to start the process anew. When a cult becomes powerful enough, a psychic beacon is lit, calling to its tyrannid hive fleet. Since, since these fleets are incapable of warp, of warp drives or faster than light travel, it would be unwise to travel blindly and search for the next meal, so they hone in on this signal. When the fleet's arrival is imminent, the cult is contacted directly and a planet-wide uprising will occur. Civilians look to their astromilitarium regiments or planetary defence only to find them fighting alongside with the monsters pouring out from the depths. What is, what is an end-of-the-world scenario for the population of the world is merely calling up the dinner order for the Tyranids. <clears throat> Interesting. The main question I have about everything that you've said up until now <laughs> is why on earth are you wearing pink flamingo socks? <laughs> <laughs> you don't like them? I mean, <laughs> horrible. You've only just noticed? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm so offended. <laughs> that I didn't like them or that I only just noticed? Both. I like to think you put those socks on. You didn't need to, but you're like, Churchy and Fox are coming. I want to show them my new pink flamingo socks. Slapped them on. Well, I mean, I could have put my Rick and Morty socks on, but... That would have been lost on me. I haven't seen it. No. Carry, please carry on, that. <laughs> don't think I can. <laughs> wow. How disappointing to set up hundreds of years. I mean, 
I mean, they don't care. They love the four-armed emperor. Exactly. With exactly. all their hearts. Yeah. So this is the highest honor. Yeah. To greet them as they devour them. Yeah. Yeah. But um, we'll get we'll get there. Okay. There's something going on there. Okay. There's something going on there. Oh, interesting. A cult's main purpose is to infiltrate and subdue the, any planetary defense that would pose a threat to the Tyranids. Why fight an entire planet when you could convert the masses to be consumed willingly? Mm. Though, <clears throat> the exact manner of how a cult will react when their star gods arrive varies. On planet Lenano, when High Fleet Kraken arrived to consume the planet, 75% of the population walked willingly onto the bioships where they gladly entered the, the digestion pits. Okay. How, we got Easton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. However, a cult generally has no idea what will be happening to them when these divine beings arrive. Oh. When the hive mind overrides the independence of the patriarch or any pure strain gene stealers, the glamour surrounding them fades. And for a moment, the cultists get to see the real horror surrounding their angels. Ah, so the patriarch and the gene stealer pure, pure strains. Mm-hmm have an independence until the hive mind takes it back from them and uses them yep. for the and, the... and that's when they're able to say, you're not a four-armed emperor. Yeah. You're just a tool in the hive mind game. So the gene stealers, they, they, they know. They know what they're there for. Yeah. And then they know that they're sent to these worlds to create these cults. Yeah. To make it easier for the tyrannies to consume the, the world. Yeah. Because, like, if you have to go there and fight to win, right, you're going to lose... You're going to have casualties. Yeah. So... Yeah. To minimise casualties, what if half the planet is on your side? Yeah. Right? So then you win and they go, all right, sweet. Now we'll just eat these people that, you know, that helped us. Yeah. So it's all about like, because they're, all tyrannies want to do is consume biomass. Biomass. So if they can minimise the expenditure of it. Yeah. And gain just stonks. Yeah, big stonks. You know, that's how they win. Some big GME stonks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So that's that's smarts. Yeah. That is smarts. It's um it's actually funny too because like while researching this, I, I kind of thought like, I'm like, well, what happens if a tyranny like doesn't want to give it up? Like what if he what if he's happy being the boss man of yeah. all these oh, like whole patriarch. planet, right? Yeah. 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 And there's not much, but there's a little a little bit of about like that they they lose connection to the hive mind. Okay. And they and they do go like independent in a way. They go rogue. They go rogue basically, yeah. Like they're the first gene stealers of that weird planet, Yamaral. Yeah. I can't pronounce it, but uh, they were actually Tyranids that lost, gene stealers that lost the connection from the hive mind because they traveled so far away from it or however oh. the magic works. Yeah. Um, and they, they went into almost like a bestiary sort of like just like a um. natural like. I don't even know how to explain it, but they went, they then they like mutated and they changed away from regular Tyranid gene stealers. Oh, so so they were running just off instinctive behavior. That sounds like a rule. <laughs> that is a rule. <laughs> That's a rule. I'm dropping a few rules here. <laughs> well, yeah. I have many, many questions and notes, but let's fill up our beers because we both just finished. Yep. We'll come back. Got a little uh. Activity of sorts, a spicy one. Spicy. Is it to adjust the goggles? It is, yeah. So okay. if you guys could just take a pair of goggles and fix these for me so I can wear them comfortably, that'd be good. That's the game. You so can wear both of them? If you'd fix them. <laughs> if you figure this contraption out. I accidentally made this one tighter, so I guess I did it in reverse. So we'll figure that out when we get back. Yep. And let's uh, let's grab a Bev. Sounds good. Oh, shame. I had 
Clapping. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. So, uh, welcome back. Shane's just been chilling. Yeah, I was actually banished from my own fucking room, but okay. This is uh, <laughs> this is a game I have prepared, and as another and as always, with all games I prepare, I don't prepare them for the audio medium. So, <laughs> <laughs> for those of you listening on Spotify, go check out our YouTube. What you've got in front of you, Shane, is four differently sized glasses which are only important for me to remember the beverages in them. Okay. I have four beers of the podcast in Is, front of so you. So you bought these beers when you bought those goggles? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> oh, how'd we go on the goggles? Did we adjust that? There? Okay. So, you told me to fucking get out. Yeah, I know. And I stand by it. So what are you doing here? <laughs> Steal my beer. Now so I want you to taste... my uh, <laughs> bottle opener. Wouldn't worry about it. In fact, give me this. Give me this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would like you to sample these beverages and tell me what you think they are. They're beers okay. of the podcast, but that's the only information I'm giving you. It's beers a, of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. All Doesn't right. necessarily mean beers we've had on the podcast. They're beers of the podcast. Okay. So please take a sip from the first one on the left. I think we actually have had all of them on there. So this one's a darker color than these. These two are much darker than those two. Correct. That is an astute observation. <laughs> But this isn't a what color are the beers <laughs> game. <laughs> um, mahogany, actually. Shane's whiffing it like it's a wine of sorts. It's not. It's a beer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You think you know what it is? Yep. What do you reckon that one is? Dry. You reckon that's a dry? Yeah. I worried that maybe the dry that you've just been drinking will make everything taste like dry. Okay. But we'll see. We'll see what you think of the next one. <laughs> Wait, that's not dry? I'm not saying it's not dry. You're saying it's not dry? I'm not saying it's not Hang dry. On. Maybe you can come back to it. You can uh, come back to uh, it. Uh, yeah. 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 What do they normally use? Coffee beans. You can smell coffee beans. That's a good reset. What about um, gherkins? That never. Okay. I think water works as well, though, it? I don't know. You could just drink the next one. All right. This is definitely not dry. That one's definitely not dry? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I should have made this game a 50-50. Is it dry or no? <laughs> I mean, it's still 50. Either it's 50-50, either it's dry or it's, it's not. Yeah, it's either dry or it's not. Okay. What do you reckon that one is? You're still pondering. You're still pondering, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe have a sip through all of them. While you do that, I'm actually going to crack a dry. The beer of the podcast. <laughs> With my shirt, because my hands are soft as soft as a cloud. And twice as gay. He's warm. Are they? <laughs> yeah. Well, then, you know, they are ones that weren't in your fridge. <laughs> Which one is That's weird. They all came out of the fridge at the same time. Why would some be warm? <laughs> Maybe they're not beer. <laughs> okay. What do you reckon we got here, Shane? Feel free to keep uh, testing and confirming and... <laughs> Mm. He's contemplating. He's going between many. He's, <laughs> he's gone between the first and the third beer. Skip the second. He doesn't want the second to throw him off. He's drinking out of the longest glass possible. <laughs> he's tapping it. My girlfriend bought me these glasses. But has your girlfriend ever bought you that beer? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no. know. What is it? Um, I don't know. Okay. He's pondering. Now, I'm going to guess... Go for it. Purely, these two are a combination of 
pure blonde and dry because they were the coldest ones, which are in my fridge right now. Okay. <laughs> you, you're using uh, external powers of deduction. Well, I mean, this one's not as cold, but this one's definitely... This one's... I can see the condensation of the glass. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> um... This is tricky. This is actually tricky. Like, I feel... The question is, is Fox throwing you a curveball with that, you know? What, he's, like, taking one of my beers out, let it go warm, and then put his in there to go cold? <laughs> am I a mastermind? Or am I a dumb fuck? Jury's been out for about <laughs> 30 years. No, it hasn't. I'm a dumb fuck. <laughs> You're pondering. He's pondering. Oh, man. These two, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. They're pale... Yeah, in colour. In colour. Yeah. Um, these two are much more golden. Um, Take some punts. Throw some... I'm going to go... Hang on. Number two. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Beer Tasting Podcast. I'm your host, Fox, and this is my friend, Shane. Shane's currently trying a beverage. He's contemplating. He's looking off to the sky. Dry? Pure... No, it's not pure. It's not pure blonde, he says. It's really tough. Mm. Ah, fuck it. Pure blonde, that can be... It can be. Bolter IPA. Interesting to us. <laughs> and, that one, had a bolter. <laughs> and that one is... Now, I think I'm pretty positive that we have had all of these on... On the podcast. On the yeah. Swindler. Mm-hmm. The Swindler by... What's his name? James Squire. James Squire. So you're locking those in, you're saying yeah. you're saying dry. Are you sure? You're saying the pure blonde. You said Bolter IPA because you're dumb. And you're saying <laughs> <laughs> And you're saying sw- James Squire Swindler. Not in that order. <laughs> but that's, the four, that's the four beers. Okay, so you're just basically guessing four beers. It has nothing to do with what's on the table in front of you. <laughs> just guess four beers of the podcast. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I'll lock it in. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's definitely those, but I'm not sure. But lock those ones in. So we've got lock them in, Eddie. We've got left to right. You guessed Carlton Dry. It is in fact Carlton Dry. I knew straight away. First sip. Well done, oh, Churchy. And you've, you've earned yourself a Carlton Dry. Half a Carlton Dry. <laughs> yes. Well, and for this one, you said pure blonde. Uh, and it's definitely not pure blonde. Uh, lock in pure blonde. It is in fact. A pure blonde. <laughs> I really should have put the dry somewhere else instead of like right next First to. One up. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, this is the same taste I've been tasting all night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think the jury is now closed on whether or not I'm a mastermind <laughs> or a dumb fuck. Yeah. Uh, and you said uh, some stupid shit about this being bolter. <laughs> it is in fact your beer of, of choice. That is the moon dog. Oh, it's because it's warm. It's old mate. That is old mate. It's because it's warm. So you're, you're old mate got you an old mate. Was that from the fridge? No, it wasn't. Oh. You have them in the fridge. One downstairs. Oh, there you go. Oh, it was down there <laughs> robbing your glasses. It's always dude. Well, there is now. You're welcome. <laughs> and this one, you said oh, something equally as dumb. Swindler, James Squire. This is, in fact, the beer of the universe. Mountain Goat Steam Ale. Brum, brum, brum. Which I think I'll have that one. I bought the temperature. You should have kept him in it. It was a bit of a shitty Esky. taste of warm beers. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. It doesn't actually change on, the taste. <laughs> nice and chilly. Mm. <gasps> so, um, as expected, the result was always and only ever going to be 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> so, well done. You won. <laughs> what did I win? 
Uh, you won three half half warm <laughs> half warm and half empty beers. Half drink beers. <laughs> Just come all more, and the cup will cool down the other. Yeah, one. let's Kings Cup the bish. So that some brings questions back about... some horrible memories <laughs> of my teenage years <laughs> <laughs> of last night. <laughs> Look, I have some questions about the gene steal cults. Just quickly. Yeah. When you were researching, I remember you have access to one of the white, the first appearance of Gene Stiller co- co- cults. <laughs> white Dwarf. In Ed- a White Dwarf. Edition 114. Over, is that over 20 years old? It is. Or 30. I was looking for a date in there. 1989 is the latest, right. latest date I can find. Yeah, that's the one. I remember it's actually the year of my birth. So it Happy is. Happy birthday, White and Dwarf. And it was June. June of that year. Was it? Yeah. Your birthday's not in June. It's in August. So it's actually that book is older than me. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Did you read anything in there? Because it was so old, what was the vibe you got from that White Dwarf? Dated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it makes sense. Um, man. Like, is it, was it the way that it was written? Was the information in there kind of like... The best way I can describe it is with the subreddit. Old school cool. Okay. It was um, Goofy. Mm-hmm. Like the models, but something there was something about them. You a know? charm. It's a bit of a charm, yeah. Yep. Like I'm looking at the Gene Steelers, and, and they actually had a decent range. Okay, you could get, um, uh, what I forget what they called them, but they were like there was like a Magus, right? Um, and then there was like hybrids. I'm pretty sure. Okay, but the Magus, like it looked kind of like it looks now, but like just. Dated, like goofy, yeah, like okay. oversized head and all that sort of shit. Because like, they had to, to put the detail in it. Yeah. They couldn't sculpt things as small as they can now. No, no. But like the the hybrids were like, imagine like a current edition Gene Steeler with like a human head on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is goofy. Yeah, yeah. That, that goofy with like big pointy teeth. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> some like, dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like a lot of, um, a lot of familiar sites too, like the... Even the daggers they're holding, like they're like the current Colter's knives. That's kind of like, cool. Yeah, like they've ca- they've kept a lot of stuff. So it was actually really interesting. And like the they had, like it was like a game mode for them. You could use them in like a space Hulk kind of thing. Like sick. Um, even like multi level. There was rules for like multi level, like shooting down. Oh yeah. At like other. Mm. So you'd have like one table here and one table here, and this one's above this one, so you could shoot like down and like and that had an advantage probably. Uh, don't know. Uh, had just rules for it, like okay. what to do. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. But, like, yeah, it was it was sick. Like, so the new Gene Steeler Cult range is less of a new range and more of a um revision of an older, already existing range. Like a reimagined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Like, oh, you mean like all the new, like the Adeline Jackals go for a churchy. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all yours. Churchy. See, he's oh, sneaking in God, there. This is horrible. <laughs> It's so warm. <laughs> it's like, what is that? Oh, the goat's nice though. No, oh, moon dog. What have, done? what have they done to my child? <laughs> mm. That's cool. That is cool. And so you used a few different resources. You used that old white dwarf. Yeah, the old white dwarf. Current like um, stuff from like the current codex. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, just everything I can find online for yep. it. Scrounging around. Yeah, yeah. So in summary, the Gene Stiller cults. A gene stealer finds its way onto a planet. Yep. That probably already doesn't have an established nah. cult network. No. Nah. It but it gathers information, it lurks in the shadows. It could be on a highly populated, dense planet, and somehow there's a gene stealer slinking around. Yeah. Imagine yep. just one like slinking around outside right now. Yep. Unspotted. Like behind the bins or something. Yeah. Yeah. No one ever sees it. Just nah. 
<laughs> slinking around, gathering yeah. information, finds a target. Yeah. Gives it the Gene Stiller kiss. Yeah. Big old smackaroonie on the cheeks. Yeah. With its little needle nose. Injector thing. Yeah. Injects its genes. So really it's a gene giver. <laughs> Not a gene stealer at all. Gene giveth. Giveth and taketh and away. Taketh away. <laughs> um, so it gives with the God thing. Yeah. yeah. It, give, it giveth the geneth. Yep. <laughs> and theneth. It runneth offeth. <laughs> and taketh away. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> call, call an ambulance. <laughs> Every week. Every week someone, someone has a stroke in here. <laughs> it's the uh it's it's the it's the stroke. <laughs> To help me. <laughs> this is stroketh. Um, and so then, uh, whoever got the gene still a kiss has yep. the sudden urge to mate, which I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> we all get those urges. We all get those urges. Yeah. But, really, mate. <laughs> that's just life. It's but a it, milestone. It's more than like just to go and, you know, find one. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's like reproduce. Even, yeah. It's even someone who like, 100% never wants to have a child, um, they all of a sudden want to have a family. Yeah. You know, and like... It's a beautiful little family. Yeah. I could take all these out of my pocket now. <laughs> now that I don't have to hide them. <laughs> <laughs> those, uh, for those of you playing at home were all the beer caps I had to hide, so Shane didn't know what beers I'd used. Yep. I've thrown my chips on the table. <laughs> He's gone all in. The goat himself. Uh, yeah, so like... and But if a... Like... It affects males and females differently. Okay. Like I was, I find I found a lot of like contradicting information looking for this sort of stuff. Right. I guess a lot of stuff's been retconned, and you know, like one mm. novel might portray them like this, where something else, like a white dwarf article, might portray them like that. Like, yeah. There's all these different sort of stuff, and like some of them would say, if a female was given this gene stealer kiss, that it could actually impregnate the female, whereas oh, okay. a male it would make them want to, you know, go and impregnate a female. Yeah, um, on the behalf of the gene stealer. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but then there was also other things where, like, uh, it wouldn't impregnate the female and it would just make make them want to reproduce. And it was, yeah, I don't okay. know, it was... A, but the basis is... Yeah. A baby is born. A baby is born, yeah. And a generation is started. A horrible... Three-armed... Beautiful creature. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Beautiful baby... Gene Stealer. <laughs> and then pretty much. And so the first two generations are unmistakably Xenos. Oh yeah, hundred so, percent. You wouldn't miss it in the world. Like, which makes sense because those would be the smallest and fewest in number of all the generations. Yeah. And then later on they get the gene still almost gets bred out of them. In a way. In, in a, a way. way. So but like, it's suppressed. It's like a suppressed gene. Yeah. There's always some first and second generations because like let's say like you you know, you've had your family, you go through your, your ranges. There's always new members of the cult coming. Like, yeah. Um, even even if a pure strain gene stealer, like you get to that fifth generation, and there's still pure strain gene gene stealers of that cult, they might go out and find others, and and you know it starts again. Okay. They don't necessarily get onto a ship and and go to another world and start their own cult. They may continue to work for the same cult. Interesting. Um, yeah, Interesting. like, they yeah, got a lot of cool names. You called them Star. Angels, star guardians, star, star, star children, star children. Yeah. Is that what they call the pure strain gene stealers, or just the patriarch itself? That's what the that's what the cults refer to the tyrannids as. Oh. the star children. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, adorable. That's what yeah. I'm gonna start calling my tyrannids star children. Yeah, and like, um, yeah, like that's actually on one of the spines of a white dwarf 
It's uh, from like 2016 or something like that. It says, praise be the star children, deliver us. Huh. Mm, I've got I'm going to get that tattooed. In the other room. <laughs> I'm not going to get that tattooed. <laughs> um, Very cool. We're yeah. about to play. This is not planned really either. This is the last minute thing. We're like, oh, let's play a 40K game yeah. after the podcast. Yep. Just a little 1,000 pointer. And it just so happens we're, you're working on Gene Stiller Colts. I'm working on Tyranids for the GTO. Yeah. So we want to do a little test game to learn our rules and stuff. Yeah. And it's, yeah, going to be Tyranids v. Gene Stealers. So it's going to be like I'm the splinter of a hive fleet coming down. Yep. You've set the the, beac- the beacons have been lit. <laughs> Gondor <laughs> hath no fury like a woman's corns. <laughs> and you're, gonna, you're like, hold up. We're, you're the 25% of the Gene Stealers that are like, hold up. Yeah. We don't want to be chewed down. No, no, no. We're happy here. Yeah. 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 We worship the patriarch, not yeah. your hive mind crap. <laughs> yeah. You go back where you came from. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. We'll yeah. see if I consume mass biomass. Yep. Or if you fend off the star children. Yep. <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> That's going to be good. I uh, really can't wait for that, actually. Well, you won't have to. We'll be playing in about three hours at our rate. I lost this my phone. True. I don't know where it's gone. Yeah, well. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> More of a you problem, dude. Yeah. Hey, what do we got going on? We got giveaways. Bulk giveaways. Bulk as giveaways. Always. Patreon giveaway and regular giveaway. Now, the Patreon giveaway is going to be a resupply pack. Yep. Um, which goes to our patrons. Yep. So we'll draw that on the first live episode next month yep. of April. Brushes, paints, hobby supplies, all the stuff that you desperately need. Looks resupplies like a of. A spy brush soap. Oh, brush soap. Yeah, yeah. That'll be cool. Our main giveaway looks to be three MDF houses. Yeah, which we you can use in like Test of Honor or... Um, any Euro war games. Yeah, yeah. Any, I think they're 28 millimeter roughly yep. scale or whatever that is in... So you could get them out to be like French farmhouses yeah. while the Germans are rolling through. Or you can or... cut them up, make them rubble, mm. do whatever you want. Yep. Do whatever yep. you want. They're yours. You've won. Congratulations, <laughs> listener, watcher, viewer, observer. Send us your address so we can post them to you. Yeah. Please do. Um, to enter that, go on our Facebook. We'll put yep. a post up. There'll be a, a post. Just like it. Tag a homie. Do your thing. Instagram as well. So check out our Instagram. Yeah. Our Instagram's cool because we're going to start posting. Well, we have started posting like yep. just everything that we're doing day to day that's hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, so like all of our stuff that's related to our uh, journey to GTO. Yep. So on our way to that, we'll be obviously building and painting all of our stuff and playing yep. games that'll all be on there um, and just everything else that we do. Yeah. Day-to-day sort of stuff. Yeah. related. Little teasers for the podcast episode, stuff yeah. like that. So give us a, give us a whatever it is on the gram. Thumb. A thumb, a heart, a follow, mm. subscribe, a like, whatever it is. Everything. Just do it all. Join. Do it all. Join. Subscribe to us on Instagram, <laughs> please. Um, so for those listening on Spotify and other apps, we're also on YouTube. Check out YouTube if you can. Give us a sub uh, and keep an eye on all the stuff we're putting out there. Hopefully, battle reports maybe soon. Yeah, hopefully. Am I jumping the gun by saying it could be soon? Could be soon. You are jumping the gun, but it could be soon. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we'll see how we go. Yeah, we're trying. Unknown. We're so, tr- we're trying. We're trying. We're yeah. very trying. Yeah. Um, and as always, a massive thank you to our patrons who mm. make all this stuff possible. You know, the studio, the videos. The lamp. The lamp. The lamp still paying off that lamp. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> Need a few more patrons to pay that off the old lamp. That's not cheap. That's not a cheap lamp. <laughs> Worth. So, uh, massive thank you to Blake Rook. Have you heard from Blake yet? 
I haven't heard from Blake. Blake, but who are you? Blake is hearing from us, and we appreciate you, Blake. Thank you, Blake. Uh, Burnsy, Whack, Fine Dinosaur, Foggy Highway, Joey P, Lockie, MJ, Lethal, Moose. Slide me incognito the <laughs> piece of paper that has our Patreons on it. We've got a few of them, and we love them so much, but sometimes it's hard to remember them on the, on the fly. I wouldn't want to even try to remember them. No, because the one person that will slip your mind... Well, I could never live with myself. No, no, and we've already left people off, and we've had lists. That's Patreon's fault. Uh, yeah, I know. I know they that's our story, and we're sticking to it. <laughs> it is. It is. It genuinely is. <laughs> I want to thank Elko, Arkham, Caitlin, Dave, Churchy. Hey, Churchy. Thanks, man. <laughs> Rad, <laughs> Rad Rooster, Oliver, Hawkers, Tricky, Agro, and Reese. Reese. Reese made me aware I didn't give him his one-time Patreon shout-out. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to give him an extended one. <laughs> thank you, Reese. You got me into 40k all those years ago, so I shouldn't be thanking you. The money you give us on Patreon isn't enough to undo the damage <laughs> you've done to me. <laughs> so, thank you, Reese. <laughs> Take a lifetime on Patreon to get back that, that money. <laughs> yeah. He bought some merch off us, so that's a start. That's true. But a very small drop in a very big ocean, my friend. <laughs> it's a chip. It's a chip. It's a chip. <laughs> yes. And uh, Patreon isn't the only way you can support us. Like, I know things have, have been really hard lately. So you can um, even just follow all our socials, give us a, a like and a thumb up on everything and that YouTube sort of thing. Yeah, and that helps a ton. Yeah, and if you can, a T-shirt. We've got T-shirts on, on Shopify, so you check yeah. that out. That that would mean so much to us. Like, you know, instead of instead of monthly Patreon thing, if you buy a T-shirt, that would be grouse. That would be so grouse. Yeah. And to see you wear it on Instagram too. Yeah, that'd be Like, sweet. we've had a couple of people tag us wearing their gear. Which yeah. is it's insane. insane. So thank you so much to those guys. And even listening, thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're hearing our voices now, you've done the most, not the most you could do, that's a lie. You're doing God's work. Yeah, you're yeah. doing the forearm and <laughs> star children work. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also have a Discord. Please jump in there. We froth it. We get new people. In fact, you don't know this because I saw you didn't welcome them, you heartless bitch. Huh? But uh, someone else jumped in the Discord just before. I think maybe one of Agro's friends because I see them in the TTS stream oh, together. Yeah. Okay. So welcome that person. Welcome, dude. Welcome or do that. Or do that. Or do that. Um, and lastly, but not leastly, we have a awesome painting competition oh, and all the information. Kick for it that. off. Yeah. Pretty yep. sure Foggy and Test are already done. Uh, there might be. <laughs> I, I swear the next time we release a comp, by the time we're finished the episode, they will <laughs> have be done. done. Yeah. 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 Slow down, guys. You've got You're three months. Three months, but yeah. No. Three days. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we misspoke, but yeah. Yeah. So all the information for that is both in the Discord yep. and on the Facebook. Put your pledge in the Facebook discussion. Yep. We need it there so we can see it so we don't miss any. Keep it all in one place. Yeah. Um, yep. If you don't have Facebook, you can still post it in the Discord, but let us know you don't have Facebook. Yeah. We'll yeah. pop it in there for you. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to find the person who joined just before so you can welcome them on stream. <laughs> How lucky for me. Proto cultures. Proto cultures. Welcome, welcome homie. Welcome to the Discord. Welcome to the homies of hobby. I see MJ and Final and Jace and everyone talking in there. So yeah, it's all kicking off. Yep. Yep. So jump in there, join the discussion. We got different channels for every different thing. Yep. Different games. Different. Different shit. Different shit. Different shit. Uh, we got dope <laughs> prizes as well for our upcoming uh, autumn painting comp that we just mentioned. Yeah. Like this, this bad boy. What's his name? There it is. No, it's pelvis, isn't it? It's not pelvis. <laughs> it's Eliumbra. So how did you master get, of masks? How did you figure out what was what? Um, well, who corrected you? <laughs> well, I, I th we thought it was pelvis, and we said that. No one it's corrected like me. The big 
Big words, Pulvis, right? <laughs> I saw that. I would think his name is Pulvis. We all did. We all yeah. said, what's his name? We're like, well, I guess it's Pulvis. But if you look right here, it clearly says in the smaller print, Ilumbra, Master of Masks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just bought it because it looked cool as shit. It is very cool. Um, I don't know what Pulvis means. It might be the, the like the sculptor. Oh, yeah, maybe. Or whatever. Or it's not the company because obviously that's Chimera. Yeah. More research is required, but you can win this. Yeah, that's yours right now. You can have this. If you can reach through your screen and grab it. No, oh, no, my God, they can. <laughs> oh, I knew it. I knew it. Um, you can enter that just by entering the autumn painting comp and yep. all the details for that. It's not like you have to be, you don't have to be super skilled. You have to no. be Golden Demer. Demer. Demon. Golden Redeemer. Golden Redeemer. Yeah. Star Child. Yeah. You just have to put in a lot of effort. It's all effort and creativity. That's yeah. What, that's what we rated it. That's on. it. So, yeah, skill is, is well, obviously you appreciate good skill, but like it's not yeah. like the deciding factor. Yeah. We want everyone to have a fair crack at it. Yeah. If you've been painting for a month or yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Or if you're like me and you've been painting for 10 years and you, it looks like you've painted for a month, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this competition's for you. <laughs> Anyways. Let's uh let's roll some dice. Let's chew on some gene seals and let's hit it. Finish the rest of these half warm beers. <laughs> True, because you can't keep, you can't tip them out. No, you can't waste a beer. It's, a, it's, a, it's illegal. Except maybe the blonde. We could probably waste. Yeah, that. yeah we'll probably get rid of that. I'll give it to Churchy or something. Yeah. All right. Toodles. Hooray. I'm out. Oh yeah. Oh, quick draw. <laughs> Who drew first? You oh, or Han? <laughs> it was Han. Han Solo. Yeah, I agree. Han. Yeah. It was definitely Han. Of course, a good fucking hit. Smart. Like... That's just smart. Let's yeah. just have a discussion about. It. Let's <laughs> settle this once and for all. Also, if we're throwing things in, the thing I find most terrifying about the Tyranids is the fact that, like, in the law, we've only seen an absolute minimal fraction of the full scale of the exactly of what is coming. Exactly. I thought you were going to use this opportunity to be like, "Well, we're talking about it." Not that you would ever do this, but it'd be hilarious. Be like. Follow Churchy on YouTube. <laughs> hey, I used to say that all the time. Yeah, I know you we know used what? to say it. Churchy, congratulations on 5,000 five, uh, 5, likes, dude. Oh, uh, likes? 5,000 likes. Better. Likes? 5,000 subs. 5,000 likes? What the fuck is that? Get your boomer shit Facebook? out of here. Cheers, boys. Welcome, Churchy. It's been a journey. Cheers. It's been a journey. You've earned every penny Cheers, and every bro. like. Yeah. <laughs> all 5,000 likes. 5,000 likes? It's fuck only it. got 12 subs, but fuck, they like his videos. Swear. Swear. Hey! 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 Hey!